Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, Jim Ventura. Uh, Again, welcome everyone to the show, whether you're listening live or later on as we run an archive. Uh, Always good to have everybody here. Uh, My name is Jim Ventura. I am a professional navigational consultant. If it's your first time catching the show, quick background on what I do. I am a published author of two books and the third one on the way. Um, I do a monthly column called Snake Oil that is published each month. If you're not already getting my column, email me at VenturaSag at Yahoo.com. Edge of the free mailing list. Uh, the email names are protected, by the way. Don't ever get your email address from me. And uh, you can check out information on the different services that I do at jimventura.com. I do private consultations with people uh, here in my home office and in uh, by phone as well. Uh, I work with a lot of different tools, astrology, numerology, tarot, animal cards, rune stones, Lakota Indian cards, a uh, number of different types of oracles. So we do kind of a combination of different things uh, when we do sessions. It's a bit of a counseling session and a uh, you know, really a kind of a coaching type of work. But yeah, we absolutely do readings and spreads and we get a feel for things that way. I've done this kind of work for quite some time. Uh, also, with all my books, you can d- contact me directly to get copies of any of my books and uh, also uh, through Amazon. Both are the two that are currently in print. Dirty Little Secrets and Snake Oil Volume 1 are both available on Amazon as well. To contact me, I get you a signed copy also. Anyway, all that said, uh, I've been doing this show for a couple of years now, and this is our first of the uh, month, technically the first, I would say the seventh, <laughs> but uh, it is the uh, beginning of our month show, so I'm going to do a live column read, and then we're going to talk a bit about that column and that subject to much of the show, um, I always enjoy. I've got some different formats. I'm here most Thursdays, a couple different formats to my shows. Let me just run this across to all you guys so you kind of know what the basic format is. Uh, first show of month, usually, again, it's the column read. Um, talk a lot about that subject. It's very, really, for the most part, I'm not usually going to get to phone calls during the first show of the month for the column read. Sometimes the last 10 minutes of the show, I might be able to take in one or two callers. Um, if, you're, if you're looking to uh, to ask uh, for a free little mini reading, your best bets are to look for the shows that are the astrology and listeners' choice shows, because those shows open the phone lines much earlier. Uh, also, uh, then usually I do that usually about the third or fourth week of each month. And um, I also generally do an interview show, usually the second or third week of each month on Thursdays. And this uh, next week I will actually be doing an interview show with Gene Hemp. 
who is a very famous uh, psychic and reader. So we'll be interviewing her in a longer hour show, so uh, about 20 minutes, half hour into our interview. We're going to open up the phone lines, and you'll be able to actually call in and ask Jean uh, for a little quick mini, you know, five-minute mini reading or a question if you want to see what her impressions are on that. So uh, if you're not, if you do, if you if you wanted to call in today, and I don't get to the phones later, uh, definitely call in uh, next week, and you'll be able to ask Jean a question, and then toward the end of the month, you can call in on the Astrology Listener's Choice show if you want to uh, catch a little time that way. Okay, that said, now let me put this to the side here uh, and dive in to our column. Uh, yeah, I kind of have to set those boundaries up, guys. I, you know, a lot. Of, I've said this before in other shows. I love the free little mini consultations I do on air, but the, most of the listeners really don't, uh, especially people listen in archive. It's personal stuff that you're going through and very important to you, but typically for most of the listeners, it's kind of not as exciting. So uh, I've got, I get a lot of letters and a lot of comments about that. that oh, I listen to your show, and then once you turn on the phones, I kind of shut down. So, but I'm still going to do that on the shows, guys. So, uh, but, I, but usually I'll leave it toward the end of the show. That way, people can enjoy the subject matter of the show, uh, and then maybe if they don't want to necessarily hear the personal questions, they can get out uh, toward the end. Everybody's busy, you know. Anyway, so now the funny thing about this column that I'm going to read to you uh, live today is I actually wrote it back in probably late 2007, early 2008. It was originally published in the March 2008 Snake Oil column. And in fact, I actually, if you go really back far in my archives to the radio show, it was one of the first column uh, radio shows that I did uh, back in 2008 also. So I think I did the same thing. I played some of that great birds music in the background uh, <laughs> that I... Uh, I, I love listening to music, so uh, I always want to play it even longer. But by law, you're really not allowed to play about 20 seconds or so of a, of a song uh, legally before there are copyright infringements. Uh, not that anyone's going to come after me realistic, and we certainly have the birds. Uh, you'll catch that when you watch. Um, uh, you, ever, you notice that if you watch like um, news shows, sometimes they'll play like a, a really a major song, and you'll be like, oh my God, they're playing Led Zeppelin or something. But if you really listen, they'll only play like 17, 18, 19 seconds of it, and then they're out. That's legal. So uh, you just can't play a whole song. Or you can you can do someone's song if someone else is singing it. You know what I mean? You know, if you're singing it or some other uh, unpublished uh, uh, singer is singing the song, then it's legal. Okay, so let's read the column because I want to talk uh, – a bit about uh, this subject today, and I think it's certainly an important one. Why I reprinted the column, I th certainly thought it was worth revisiting. So this column, again, written back in March of 2008, is called Good Times, Bad Times. A few years ago, the real estate market was booming. Luckily for me, I bought my condominium one year before the market went through the roof. Housing prices rose in record numbers. In Arizona, as well in other places in America, people listed their homes at a fair price while taking advantage of an added perk. They were often bidding wars to buy homes above the asking price. A lot of people in real estate were making money right and left. I'd only owned my condominium for three years, and it had doubled in value. This was probably the easiest money I've theoret theoretically ever made. Still, while people scrambled to buy and sell, capitalizing on this trend, 
Many went way over their budgets to purchase high-end homes. At the same time, many new realtors were hurriedly diving into the real estate field. Today, things have certainly changed. We're in a time of record-breaking foreclosures, and home values have dropped. This pattern is not a new one. Human beings often forget that life is built on waves of cycles. Ignoring these cycles is the very thing that creates problems for people who get caught in the mania of greed. Any area of life where things rise rapidly will eventually balance itself in the other direction. We hear simplistic phrases like, what goes up must come down. We smile. Oh, what happened to my, uh, here we go. Uh, well, let me go back over that. I clicked on my column here and it, it disappeared. We hear simplistic phrases like, what goes up must come down. We smile at the simplicity of such perspectives. Yet in almost all cliche expressions, there are hints of truth within these sayings. In all of life, things are built and designed with cycles of checks and balances. In practical terms, the stock market is one such example. In the long run, the market can be a good place to invest money. Over many years, most solid companies will strategically continue to gain over the long haul. But like anything else, in the short run, it will go up and down. When we forget these cycles, problems arise. When home values rose dramatically a few years ago, I often heard comments like, I made $60,000 in one year on my house. In actuality, this is not an accurate perspective. Unless they actually sold their homes with the money in their pockets, they didn't have $60,000. This type of thinking is one of the biggest contributions to the financial difficulties many people now experience. The Tarot illustrates this archetypal theme of cycles in the major arcana symbol of the Wheel of Fortune card. In its upright position, it represents a beneficial cycle consisting of opportunities, lucking out, and profitable ventures in many or all areas of life. The probability of abundance is indicated by this card when it shows up in a spread. Even the most cynical people can recognize that we all have times when this applies to our lives. In its reverse position, the Wheel of Fortune represents a difficult cycle, a period of blocked opportunities or bad luck. Tarot experts understand this up-and-down aspect of reality is nothing to fret about. A dark period will always give way to a period of light. An extremely opportune period will inevitably come back down and potentially trigger disappointment for anyone who believed it would always stay that way. Wise soothsayers oracle readers, philosophers, and people who have acquired wisdom understand that the universe is built on yin and yang, positive and negative, dark and light cycles. There is no need to rally against unfavorable conditions. Things will inevitably turn around if one perseveres. Even when conditions are going extremely well, one should not behave recklessly. We absolutely should enjoy the opportunity to celebrate a good fortune. We also should put some of the prosperity to the side to help cover the inevitable lean times. Even difficult cycles can be advantageous. We may use these cycles to repair areas that need attending in our lives. Fishermen repair nets when the weather conditions are unfavorable and they cannot fish. The universe is wired to move through all kinds of cycles. When the sun comes up and, daylight and brings daylight, nightfall will follow. A cold winter will generally be followed by a warm, lush spring. When we understand this duality, we become more balanced, knows you remember not to collapse ourselves into the highs as well as the lows. Maybe I understand this so well because, for fun, I actually like to gamble. 
I tend to play fairly low-stakes blackjack and video poker. Often, no matter how lucky I am, I inevitably hit cold periods. Sometimes the cards, the dice, or slot machines just don't go my way. There are occasional times when I'm so unlucky that I find it almost comical. Things don't always go our way. Good and bad seasons come and go. Difficult times and challenges are not only part of life, but can be valuable to us if we learn to surf these waves. In the late 60s, the rock group The Birds turned a quote from the book of Ecclesiastics into a song that expressed this idea of cycles in a really cool, cool way. To everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season, turn, 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 and a time to every purpose under heaven. I guess I could have sang that. Anyway, this is what written by me back in March of 2008. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was time to, to run this again for, for a number of different reasons. So I want to talk a little bit about some of these different cycles, and we'll talk a bit about the Wheel of Fortune archetype as well and some other uh, different types of oracles that really bring this subject uh, to surface for us. Um, you know, one of the reasons I really thought it was appropriate to reprint this is, you know, for me and for, you know, i got to tell you this, guys, for so many of my uh, clients, um, even some friends, um, a few family members, you know, I saw some really, really difficult times, uh, especially in 2008, 2009, even 2010. Um, a lot of people were still going through difficulty even in 2010 and 2011, uh, even though a few that still were surfing some hard times in 2012. I definitely think, you know, most of us can safely say things have somewhat improved in 2013. They may not be staggering. Uh, but they, you know, economically and in, in other certainly seem to be uh, at a little bit more of a, you know, let's say not so negative cycle. It's looking uh, like some some opportunities surfacing for people and, and things are improving. I'm noticing that with a lot of people around me. Uh, you know, I personally had, you know, some real struggles myself. I wrote about this in previous columns, if you've been following my columns or uh, listening to previous shows, I've talked about this um, at some rough times in 2008 uh, when the economy dipped. I, you know, had a thriving business and I probably lost almost half my business within a six-month period. It was pretty cut and dry. People couldn't. Uh, a lot of people couldn't necessarily afford to to have navigational consultations as much as they wanted to. So uh, it was a tight period. I actually, you know, in my, in my mid 40s, went back to waiting tables and bartending for a couple of years in uh, late 2008, early 2009, and did that for two years, which made those years a little easier for me because I had multiple incomes coming in. Uh, it's a pain in the ass because, you know, in your mid-40s, you don't want to be waiting tables, but I, <laughs> I found a good job. I liked it. But, you know, lo and behold, uh, he also, the owner of that restaurant, actually went bankrupt after two years. He could not pull it together. Um, the economy really hit him hard as well, too, Uh you know, fortunately for me, uh, I had done a lot of work in getting my name out there and getting books published and various other things, so my business had picked up somewhat. So even though 2011 was still a bit of a strain, 2012 really improved a lot, and 2013 has certainly been actually pretty good on my end. So uh, some of these cycles that we go through, yeah, they, they, they take a little longer than we might ideally like them to, uh, for them to come to some type of harmony. Sometimes the... Uh, 
the good cycles last uh, a long time. Sometimes they only last a short time. Sometimes the difficult cycles may last uh, way longer than we'd like. You know, a big part of that, and, and be aware of this too, is um, I've, I've, again I've mentioned this in some other shows too, but. Back in 2008 or so, uh, Pluto uh, had moved into Capricorn from an astrologer's perspective. Uh, what this kind of did is uh, it had been in Sagittarius. Pluto will stay in a sign for like, God, like 17 years or so, 15 years, a long time before Pluto moves out of a sign. And uh, it had been an op- optimistic Sagittarius, and then it moved into kind of a nose-to-the-grindstone um, kind of harder energy of Capricorn. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, all around things, things took a heavy dip. You know, one of the things that you find with Capricorn energy is, on the positive side, if you're willing to work hard, you know, to use even adversity to your favor, you know, inevitably in the long run, you can, if you persevere and you keep working and you encounter your fears and you slowly climb the ladder, you can really build a really stable place of success. It's the beauty of Capricorn. Uh, on the negative side, it's a sign that in the Tarot uh, can represent um, the archetypal devil card, not a man with a pitchfork, you know what I mean, just representing fear. Uh, can represent the, the chains that bind us, uh, difficult conditions and circumstances, um, and learning through adversity. Uh, so uh, most Capricorns, you know, Capricorn sun signs, moon signs, and and rising signs understand the value of hard work, but uh, they don't usually get too many free rides. They usually kind of have to work hard toward their goals. So a lot of us, you know, we had to start over again, and we had to go back and do things we may have preferred not to. Uh, A lot of people went through some serious dips. You know, I always think it's funny because for me, you know, I'm lucky enough that I am able to, uh, I, I talk to a lot of different people. So, if guys, if you knew how many people lost their homes or went through bankruptcy or had some uh, uh, emotional breakup in a relationship or an illness or lost a job and couldn't find work for a year, you'd be blown away. It was way more than was being discussed. People were going through some real difficulties in those years. Um, but I, that's the thing I always say is, you know, we don't we don't go to cocktail parties, sit with a martini and then talk about how we lost our job. We haven't been able to find a job for a year generally. So people usually take their difficulty and they kind of stuff it, you know what I mean, in kind of a dis- un- in an uncomfortable place. It's not something they share. Because people open up to me, you know, and I work with them, they're more inclined to kind of open up even the difficult part. So, yeah, guys, if you if you went through some difficult stuff, a lot of people did. In fact, I almost kind of felt bad for people who didn't go through any difficulty for, do, during those years because I always think that they're going to get their – probably get their emotional, psychological, or financial ass kicked now <laughs> just because they didn't go through that. You know what I mean? And, you know, some people just have enough abundance or enough uh, cushion that they, they don't really have to necessarily suffer, at least in terms of financial stuff. You know, that's always uh, that's always uh, uh, another thing to uh, consider as well. All right, let me see what's going on here. Someone's typing, Astro Energy has logged in. Hello, Astro Energy. Hello, Super, hello, Supernatural Radio, uh, and saying that's your link to your April 3rd show. Oh, cool. All right. I know who you are now. Uh, very good. Yes, I will be doing a, uh, a, a show on Astro Energy uh, show. I will be doing an interview show uh, on April 3rd. So uh, check that out, guys, on April 3rd. You can catch that live 
Uh, we'll be obviously I'm be talking with another astrologer about astrology, so that's going to be thrilling for me. Uh, you can't shut me up on astrology. Most of you guys know that already who've listened to me before. Anyway, so that's Astro Energy, uh, the Astro Energy Show here on Blog Talk Radio as well, April 3rd. So if you're listening live, you can catch a link. Otherwise, you can look it up later on. And I'll probably put something in my newsletter about it as well, too, when we get uh, closer to that. So uh, absolutely welcome, uh, Astro Energy. Welcome, Supernatural Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Uh, so, yeah, we've been talking about, uh, you know, that little bit about that Pluto's move into Cap, and it's going to be there for a long time. You know, I, I, one of the things that, that, I, that I found that was really a help is, and I'm 48 now, and uh, I really am finally, really, truly understanding that, that that adage, consider the uses of adversity. I really get that now, in a way. Um, in fact, I, I went on a date, uh, and and it was just it wasn't it wasn't a bad date a couple of weeks ago, but it was really not something I wanted to do again, and I really didn't feel that much chemistry, and never got a call back either uh, from the, the individual I went out with, and and uh, I had said to a friend of mine later on, I said, oh my God, it's awesome, I never heard anything back, and my friend she said, oh my God, you know that's so rude, and I was like, no, this is like bad good. You know, I didn't have to, you know, didn't have to say, you know, blah, 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 blah. And sometimes, you know, the, the negative can be <laughs> can be a positive. You know, I always say uh, that, that that's something that I'm learning more and more with age, that, uh, you know, a lot of things that, you know, you think are bad actually can be an asset or, or beneficial to you if you if you if you change your perspective on how you necessarily view that you know in the piece that i wrote i had said that that thing this is something i learned from the runes that when fishermen can't go to sea they repair nets um that's from the ralph blum quotation of the rune of constraint um you know according let the constraints of sir uh, constraints of time serve you in writing your relationship to yourself meaning that you can use a negative in a positive way uh, you know, I've said this before, another great example of this is, you know, you're married or you're in a relationship and you go through a breakup and you're hurting and you're in pain about it. And, you know, I take the true Sagittarian perspective on it in that I always said that all exes get hit with the ugly stick. Usually a few months later, a year or two later, you know, you run across your ex at a party or, or something and you're like, oh, God, what was I doing there in the first place? <laughs> but you don't when you're going through the difficult part and rejected and hurt, you know that that's that's tough. You know, same thing. You lose a you lose a lousy job. Um, you know, you're upset about it. I can't believe this happened to me. And then maybe you find the job of your dreams. You know, so um, adversity isn't necessarily enemy. You know, again, a lot of this is is how we really really want to look at this and and how we want to focus on things. That way, whether we want to focus on the negative. But here's another thing to remember, and this is something that I'll bring up. You know, from having studied tarot for many years, there are 22 archetypal uh, tarot cards in the tarot. Um, and some people say tarot, I say tarot, tomato, tomato, guys. Um, but uh, one of the archetypal cards, of course, is the Wheel of Fortune. And the imagery, of course, this, of course, in the in the picture is interesting if you do some study on it. I'm actually about halfway through a tarot interpretation book that I want to get published in the next year or so because uh, I, it's sorely needed. There's a lot of lousy uh, books on the market of Tarot interpretation, so I want to try to get a good one out there. Um, uh, I, I've studied it a long time. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I fairly, for the most part, I know what I'm doing. Uh, 
And, and I usually have a good way of kind of making things clear to people. So uh, in the upright position, the Wheel of Fortune kind of represents that idea that, you know, sometimes there are opportunities and just really positive cycles where things just go your way. Um, the reversed, of course, is sometimes things just suck. You know, it's cold, the astrology is difficult, circumstances are difficult, you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. And you know what I mean? You're, you're not, you know, no matter what you do, um, it can feel like you're kind of swimming against the stream. Um, obviously, during those negative cycles, here's where wisdom can come in. You can keep rallying against the conditions. Or you can say, you know what, I've got some things to fix. I just need to muddle through this. What can I learn or do in the meantime when I'm blocked um, at, at this level? Maybe I can put my energy somewhere else right now. Um, also, a very, very good thing to remember great uh, 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 Chinese adage that calamity often gives rise to fortune, meaning that a lot of times after difficulty, it can really mark a period that will spring up of things going really well or being positive. Um, not always, but often uh, often this is very much the case. Uh, you know, So we have to kind of remember that during those difficult periods, which is not necessarily easy to do. You know, there's a great line in the runes where he says, um, um, I'm trying to think what the rune is that, that, that says this, but he says, be certain that you're not suffering over your suffering. And uh, the word suffering originally meant undergoing. So, you know, that's when you're undergoing difficulty, you could make it worse because you keep stressing about the fact that you're undergoing difficulty. You know, I have a I have a weird knack, and, and maybe it's a Sagittarian thing. You know, I don't know. Other people may do this as well, too, depending on their astrology. But um, I have a tendency, actually, you know, like I'll be sad for a little while, and I'll be stressed if things are bad, but I don't do it for very long because it always feels like a performance. You know, I'm watching Lifetime television and sitting in bed with my cat, and nobody loves me, and life is terrible. And, you know, so I'll honor that crap when I go through it sometimes. But after, usually I'll an hour or two, or it might go as much as a day, I kind of, it's like I step outside my own body and I look at myself and I'm like, okay, I'm going to give myself an Emmy Award for this performance of poor Jim. You know, what do you got to do, man? What do you got to change? Where do you got to focus your energy? You know, whatever needed, well, fell, fell away may need to fall away. You know, I always think we need to honor our sadness or our anger, but honor it briefly. You know, don't do it till the end. You know, don't do it till the nth degree. I think really it's almost like a, the more we keep mulling over something bad or difficult, whether it's a circumstance or a relationship issue or a financial issue, it's almost like we're like a radio tower that keeps sending out a signal for more bad crap to come our way. So be careful about that. You know what I mean? Trust me. I've been through, if anyone's read my books or read my columns, I've talked about some of the some of the things I've been through. I've had a few doozies in my life that were <laughs> unbelievably bad a couple of times. Mostly not, you know, thankfully the larger picture it's been good, but I've had a few, you know, bad circumstances. I've had a few wheel of fortune reversed things that uh were periods that were just, you know, pushing on hellacious, you know. Uh fortunately as I get older those seem to be decreasing. I think it's becoming smarter about it. Uh, but again, it's also remembering that line of don't suffer over suffering. Positive side, Wheel of Fortune upright. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, every one of you guys, you've got to admit this, is sometimes when you're lucky, when, when things go your way. I mean, no matter how you look at your life, if you look at it from in the present and look back over your past, 
you'll know there are times when things went your way, when things were good, where you might have been, you know, very, very lucky even in some respects for brief or long periods of time. Um, I know this, uh, as I had said in the piece I wrote about as a gambler, um, you know, I always laugh because people think I'm like some real high-end uh, big-shot gambler. Meanwhile, I like I pay penny slots and nickel video poker and $5 blackjack tables. I just like to play. But uh, what gambling has taught me is, um, you know, in the long run you lose, uh, but uh, I don't lose very much because I've learned how to maneuver casino comps. I get free rooms and free food and uh, I haven't. Pay- I go to Vegas six times a year. I haven't paid for a room in Las Vegas since 1997. Six to eight times a year, all free, and so is my food, uh, because I know how to gamble in a way where I can get comps and not spend too much money. So um, it's pretty cool stuff. Um, but what I know from gambling is, you know, sometimes you're just so lucky it's pushing on ridiculous. You know, your hands are gold. And I love when those those times come. They don't happen often enough, but sometimes they do. They're really funny. And uh, I know uh, through astrology, I've actually studied some of those cycles. And uh, back in May of 2012, uh, I had a, a situation where Jupiter was directly conjunct my ascendant uh, in Taurus for about uh, all of a two-week period. And uh, I, I just took advantage of it, had a very beneficial a couple of really beneficial experiences, and then I actually went to a local casino. I was just playing low-stakes video poker, and I won uh, $1,400 on like a 36-cent bet. It's comical. Um, <laughs> just you know, chunk of money uh, out of the blue. That was really nice help for the week. So uh, I have had that too. I've had times when, when things have really, really gone my way, and, and I've been very, very lucky. So uh, it's awesome when that occurs. But here's the other thing. This is the other side of it. When you go through something like that and you're lucky or you're making good money and you're benefiting, here's a trick, guys. You know, put something to the side. Don't always assume that it's going to be going unbelievably fantastic. I mean, it's not to add cynicism into the situation, but really one of the things that I noticed when the when the housing market crashed, anybody who certainly almost all across the country we saw this, but if you live in Arizona or uh, Las Vegas or uh, California, other places, you know that the, the housing market just oh my god did it crash. I mean there was a time a couple of years ago you drive around and it was like every other house was uh, abandoned or for sale or bank owned. I mean bad. So uh, I think we we're just coming out of our you know a, a depression. Um, it, it was bad, but I also know that. I remember when it was all going on. People were assuming that the value of their home was actual money. It's the same thing when, when you have stock and your stock goes up. It's like, oh, I made. Well, again, you don't know whether that stock is going to stay up. You know, If you sell it and then you pocket the money, uh, then you've made money. But uh, you don't don't spend money that you don't have. You know, most of us, um, a lot of us, have got you know over the years have gotten into credit card debt. Especially anybody born in in the '70s or the early '80s even knows the whole credit card fiasco of spending money that you don't have. So that's the key when you're doing well. Put a little to the side. You know, um, uh, I think the the rule of thumb is you should have at least three months. Some say six months of enough money to back you up in case you lost work to live on uh i'm not quite at that point yet um <laughs> it was it was a time it was just day to day practically so now it's finally getting better financially but uh it is something to strive for you know i think that when you 
when you have abundance, um, you tend to, like when you're not broke, you know, you, you tend to bring more money to you. I have a friend of mine who always carries a couple hundred dollars on her, and she says, I know I could get robbed, and it's kind of dumb, but it just acts like a magnet for her being prosperous. So I'm not saying run out and put a couple hundred dollars in your wallet, but, you know, have, you know, uh, sometimes it's good to have it around to remind you that, you, you know, you're a magnet to that abundance in that way. But again, the whole point of remembering all of this is that there are cycles to life, guys. They're really, when we don't buck up against a cycle, we really actually can see that, again, it may be a time to repair something, to take care of something, you know, kind of a karmic debt to be resolved. If you're an astrologer or you work with astrologers, astrologers can tell you when you got some of these crappy things going on. Uh, but they are, often they are, you know, they're fix-it opportunities. Um, you know, even if you look at an astrology chart, like a square between planets, I have, uh, I have a lot of trines in my chart, 120-degree angles, thankfully, but I've got quite a few squares to my sun. I have a square between Virgo planets and Sagittarian planets. Uh, so I fight between the nitpicker and then the Sagittarius who wants to play and, and just be free and explore, and then perfectionist, play free, explore. In fact, I'm, I think that, that gets... Uh, brought up even in another way i'm i'm uh, my heritage is i'm half german and i'm half italian so uh passionate intense kind of fun loving uh uh italian side and then was my nitpicking meticulous virgo side in a square to each other but that's the beauty of squares even in your chart you find a way to make them work you know you, you're actually able to do that all right uh, let me mention something else. I want to say hi to everybody in the chat room, uh, Lachey, Supernatural Radio, Astro Energy, everyone else that's been kind of jumping in and out. Welcome to the show. Um, I have one caller that's been waiting a while. I think I'm actually going to be able to get to one call today, so I will grab that call in a few minutes. I do want to mention something else that's coming up. I'll be putting this in probably in the next uh, one or two newsletters that I do. I'm going to uh, finally start doing some Skype um, uh, little mini-seminars. Uh, for people, uh, you, you know, I'm not sure the amount of people I'll take for them. I don't think I'm going to probably do more than six or so when I book these. That will be inexpensive, but I'm going to start doing some of my classes via Skype. So I'll give you some information on that in the next couple of snake oil newsletters as they come out. Um, I have a camera already, but it doesn't have a good mic attached to it, so i got to get that hooked up a little better uh, at this point in the game. But I do a lot of local classes uh, but, you know, I've got so many people on my mailing list that are all over the country, and, and a few have been bugging me about that. And um, thank you for bugging me, by the way. You know, sometimes I need a, a little fire lit under my ass. I am a fire sign, but I also have a, a penchant for being lazy sometimes as well, as well too, uh, which I can uh, gracefully admit. Um, I like to play a lot. Stacked fifth house in, in my astrology chart. Uh, so play pulls me in a little more, uh, and sometimes it's good for me. Uh, anyway, so I, I'll be having that going on. If you're not already getting the column, uh, yeah, absolutely, guys. Uh, email me adventurasag at yahoo.com. Get added to the monthly mailer. You can also friend request me on Facebook, Jim Ventura, and uh, do lots of extra posts on Facebook. And uh, when I run specials and things, you can grab those up uh, sometimes through the column or, or through Facebook uh, as well. Okay, I'm going to be able to get one, into one quick phone call today here. It's a very per, patient, perseverant individual hung in there. So let's see what 510 has to say, and we'll take a little five-minute break on that, and then I'll come back and finish up the show. 
RF510, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Hi there, it's Camille calling from Alameda. Hey Camille, how are you doing? I'm good, how about yourself? I'm doing good, good to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, uh, So how's things? Things things are good, things are good. It's a little chilly, but otherwise doable. That's good, that's good. I know we we talked, was it just a couple of weeks ago? We did, we did. Yeah. We did. Okay. So uh, how are have uh, how are things uh, resolving? We shall say. You know what things Barter. are. Um, I'll say that um, unbeknownst to me, I am making you no. Know, well, first and foremost, I'm making friends here finally in my community, and one of my um, new mom friends happens to be um, on the board or committee or whatever. So. She gave me the phone number of someone I could speak with, and she could advocate for me if need be. Right. Yeah, with my, yeah. So, okay, okay. So I just need to make that call. But slowly but surely, other things I am asking for, putting out into the universe, are coming back to me very quickly. So Good. this should, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like the vibe of that. Um, you know, it, it, it's funny also because I, you know, I talked to a, a client. Had a client that called me for a little kind of forty-minute session a, a few weeks ago, and she was really struggling about whether she should move or not and make this change. She was going to move near her mother, and and you know, and I had I pulled some oracles on it, and I asked, you know, what would happen? What was the energy of her moving was, and what was the energy of her not moving? And the, the, it came back the exact same answer. <laughs> And I said, this is funny. The oracle's like, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's going to be a pain in the ass either way. You know, a week and a half later, her mother had fallen down and had a hip issue and um, uh, may not actually even stay in that home. So she was going to move to the home next to the mother, but now they're not even sure if that was meant to be. So I thought that was kind of interesting because a lot of times if you're delayed – which is great because I can tie this into the whole theme of the show, of course. There's always a right. purpose behind that, too. But a lot of times when we're delayed, it's because something may come up or may happen in either you know, possibly a negative way or possibly a real positive way that we can't yet see. And that may change the course. Um, that's why it can be really beneficial to be very, very patient. And I think, you know, obviously in some ways you're saying that, too. You're seeing that because I – I had to tell you, as you know, even when people don't ask me to pull an oracle for them, I usually do anyway. So okay. I, I pulled an angel card for you, and it came up Maya, which is the angel of schooling and of study. So it mm. means that you're entering into a period where you're going to be learning and gathering new knowledge and new information um, that will make you more of an expert at something. Mm. So I really like this. I feel like what I'm hearing, even just at an intuitive level, is – you guys keep saying there's almost like a lot of training going on, even though it won't even take that long. But right. I like it because it's like you're preparing for something, um, and it's it will increase your confidence. Um, and I'm even feeling like in the in even the, in the long run, definitely, and even somewhat in the short run, it's going to have a lot of value on your financial situation. Oh, bless! Yes, yeah, as well too. That's what I'm kind of hearing. There's something that you're, you know, you're getting ready to learn and bring in, and uh, I like that a lot. You know, the trick is, you know, to really, really to know that you'll be able to afford being able to do this. You'll be able to maneuver it. The you'll, you know, you'll be good at it in terms of what you're learning. But I, I even, I just kind of hear, like, also just an intuitive level. It just has to do with 
like what you're saying, people coming in and new networking opportunities. Yeah. You have a very um, likable sound to you. Um, has anybody told you that before? Um, something not in the same words, but oh yes, yes, totally. Yeah. So, but you know, and it's kind of a funny thing because that's actually a very saleable quality. That okay. when people like the way you talk, they like the way you sound, they like your optimism. So there's something about that that I hear as being part of that, too, um, in a way that that's going to benefit you. But it just feels like you're going to – this may lead to you even doing more teaching, but I am hearing that you're going through some gathering of knowledge kind of learning phase at this point. Oh, I I can totally dig that. And something else that um, – the cards that you pulled, I remember um, – it was the Eight of Cups, and then the Three of Cups, and then the Empress, and the Empress of Venus. And I mean, I'm also retro, so I know the right, cards. Right, right. Coincidentally, I have Libra Midheaven. Oh, which really? Is that, yeah. Yeah, Empress Venus. So I'm going, oh, okay. How am I tying this in with my professional life right yeah, yeah it, it, absolutely you know i think in the long run you're going to see that that interconnect you know i always say that like i have a i have a i've got venus in my sixth house in scorpio um and i've had it's a pain in the ass because in relationships like you always like especially early on like you always get involved with people that are wounded that you have to fix oh, <laughs> it sucks yeah. but on the good yeah. side you you often earn your money and your living from fixing, from resolving and solving, and then you love it. And then also, because you're meticulous about body maintenance and things like that, we're usually kind of pretty. You know, <laughs> we're, we, we we age well. You know, people, right. I'm, I'm close to 50, and people are like, how are you almost 50 years old? I'm like, ah, eh, moisturizer, you know, all of those things. So the, the Venus, the Empress energy can really, really pan out in a very, very beneficial way. It's just a lot of times if we look even to our own beliefs, we not we never have been taught that it's perfectly legitimate to earn money by doing something fun that right. we love and that we enjoy. Right. In fact, and right. if you think about this, who are the people that are paid most in our society for things? They are professional athletes. They are actors. They are performers. They are musicians. Right. We pay people the most who play. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, Isn't that funny when I you stop it. back and you think about that, that we pay people who play the most? That's right. So, but then we're often taught the exact opposite. Work is suffering. Work is difficult. You know all of that. So, and money is hard earned. Absolutely, and it's hard to come. In. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, I love this. I I think there's some new training coming in. Um, and uh, let us uh, call back in again and let us know how that progresses. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Great talking to you again, Camille. Thank you okay. for the good update. All yeah. right. Let's go here. Okay. We've got two more minutes. Thank you, dear. Great question, tied in perfect with the show. Lachey asked a question in the chat room. Jim, I applied for a position, the elder care specialist. Um, do you see an interview with the employer or not? Okay, let me answer this real quick, and then i got to pull off because we only got two more minutes here on the show. Um, yes, uh, I pulled an angel card for you, Lachey, and it's your archangel, Gabrielle, who's the angel of communication and, um, and expression. And so that's a great sign, dude. 
you know, <laughs> sorry to call you dude. I call everybody dude. That's a great sign. It means there's something about a communication issue that comes up that's a value for you. So I do see you talking with someone. I like that. I like that. Okay. Quick answer to that, Archangel Gabrielle. Look up online to the door in virtue and get some more information on that, Lachey. Thank you, everybody, for joining me today. Um, Supernatural Radio, Lachey. Astro Energy um, as well, and everyone else who jumped in, and much appreciated call from Camille again. Um, so thank you for that. Okay, guys, uh, as I had mentioned before, wrapping up the show, um, I'll be here next week. Uh, I'm going on vacation, hallelujah, on Sunday for a couple of days, but I will be here next Thursday, and uh, I'm going to be doing an interview show with Gene Hemp, who is a professional psychic so I'm more of a navigation consultant. I pull oracles. Jean's a psychic psychic. So uh, call in in the next show. I'll interview her for about 20 minutes. We have a full hour show next time, so you'll be able to, able to ask Jean some questions, see what Jean picks up for you guys. So much of the show, we're going to be able to get to a lot of uh, phone calls next time. Uh, hopefully, Jean, uh, <laughs> she'll be here. She's the character. Uh, I like her a lot. So you guys will get a kick out of, out of talking to Jean. So it should be a good show. All right. Jim Ventura here. Go to jimventura.com if you want information about my services, professional mm-hmm. sessions. Ventura Saji Yahoo if you want to get on the free mailing list. Facebook friend me if you want as well. Be here next week. And thank you, everyone, for joining the show. We'll catch you later. Help your astrology is good astrology, and they use your bad astrology in your favor as well. Cheers. <laughs>